in a world where action movies are made, not all action movies are created equal. Only the best make it into the Action Movie Hall of Fame. Knock, knock. Can you fly, Bobby? There can be only one. And action. Hi, I'm Matt Brand. And I'm Derek Bordelow, and this week we're coming to you from the parking lot of our local movie theater. That's right. Once again, we have uh, watched a movie, we've just gotten out of the movie, we're in a car, we're in a parking lot, and we're giving you a review of Top Gun Maverick. That's right. So a little different this week. Uh, we're, we're just uh, we're doing a quick reaction review to what we just saw. Uh, spoiler free. Spoiler free. Let's take a listen. Here's a preview. <laughs> Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage the expectations. Captain speaking. And we're live. Hi. Uh, yeah, welcome back. So, Derek, yes, um, it's one of our parking lot reviews. Uh, the key here is to get it done before we dive carbon dioxide poisoning in the car. Uh, yeah, that would be good. Derek, we just got out of Top Gun Maverick. We just reviewed Top Gun last week. Any any just closing thoughts on Top Gun? Uh, I we talked about it a lot last week, but just shockingly good, like surprisingly held up when it's it it's it's dated, right? It's an '80s dated movie, yeah, but still fought through that and was awesome. Yeah, it, and like you 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 brought up a little bit you, the cheesiness of it, and I think part of obviously part of that is the music, mm. but now that we're out of that era and not even in the '90s, you know. It's just different to the music we're hearing now, so it's it gets good. Like you're like, yeah, it's over the top, but yeah, it's good. And you know what? Spoiler alert! Uh, I, I will spoil this because I don't think it is really a spoiler. But some of the music makes a return in this movie, and it's it's always done nicely, and it's never overdone. And it's and it's not like it's throughout the movie. No, but but no. It, it's there when it needs to be, and and sometimes in, like really well done. I really liked how they were just. No, this is a sequel to a movie that has a reputation of bad music, and we're just going to put it right there. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so let's just dive right into it. Again, a spoiler-free review, but Derek, we just got out of the movie. We, I mean, we just literally finished watching it like less than 10 minutes ago. Um, initial reaction, initial thoughts. It, 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 was, it was really good. It was, there was times where I don't think I was breathing. Yes. Like I, I had to, like at the end of it, okay, yeah. Uh, lots of, I think we were all experiencing G's then. We did go to the <laughs> IMAX uh, screening, uh, which I think is important. Derek, do you think that, what is the way to watch this? Do you have to go to IMAX? I mean, I'm glad we went. Uh, do you have to see it on IMAX? Is, is it no. a, is it a 100% IMAX experience? No, I do think it was pretty great though. Um, there's some, there's a lot of similar shots, obviously, of the planes, more advanced now, of course, but, 
um, man, you really felt like you were in that plane. It was like some first-person views. Yeah. Oh, just incredible. I would I would agree that you don't need to go to IMAX. Oh, um, yeah, sorry. Like, no, no, I, like, I, I think that um, if I could only see it, if I couldn't get to the IMAX, I wouldn't, like, wait for the IMAX. No, 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 definitely not. Because I would just want to see the movie, and, and you, you would have a good time. And it's also not, no, like, it's not the kind of thing, like, um... You know, like, Dune was kind of made for IMAX in a way. Like, every pixel felt like it was very, like, made for IMAX. This movie, well, it is amazing on IMAX. I mean, there's a lot of just, like, very movie scenes with people talking that don't don't demand, you know, the the big screen all the time. So They weren't showing us a world. No. Right, yeah. But, that said, when they are in the sky, (laughs) my lord, the IMAX is nice to have. So... If you can see it in IMAX, I, I definitely recommend it. I would it, recommend but it. I wouldn't, you know, personally, I wouldn't hold off if, if that was my only choice. So, you mentioned you, you quite enjoyed the movie. I would yes. say I enjoyed the movie, too. I might even say the movie was perfect. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I kind of joke, but I, like, it's like they took the original movie... And a lot of things are, are beat for beat the same. It's it's not like I mean it's not identical, but but there are there's a lot of things they're they're going back to. Obviously, it's like, but it doesn't feel too forced. It feels pretty natural. No. But you almost kind of expect it too. Like you're at a Top Gun movie, you expect to get some of the same treats from the original movie. Right. I mean, of course. Th- I mean, I think. It took a long time, but they followed the rule of the sequel, which is do the same thing but different. Mm-hmm. And they, it's perfect. And like ba- they, and it's like Back to the Future two, Terminator two. It's the exact same, just different. And they did it here perfectly. Totally. Uh, and and just, I couldn't help but think, and this is not a spoiler, but at the end of the movie, just there's there's a scene, and I'm thinking to myself like, this is a dad movie. Uh, <laughs> this is this is for everybody. Right. Uh, I mean, anyone can go watch this, of course. Of course. I think anyone would enjoy this, but um, there are those dad elements and uh you know certainly i I was i was i was emotional i got emotional towards absolutely i mean this is targeted for 40 year old men absolutely right like was we were the people who watched it as kids right yeah we're in the demo uh derek uh i'm gonna this is tough i'm gonna throw this at you what is the plot and what are the stakes of this movie well i can't really there's there's basically again it's a nameless enemy but there's an enemy building a uranium enriching plant somewhere and they have to destroy it that's the plot and the stakes are basically that it will give bad people enriched uranium yes for nuclear bombs yeah that's the stakes which is pretty big deal um and i don't think it's too crazy to say um because i mean this is kind of the if the basis of the original top gun Sorry, microphone. If the basis of the original <laughs> Top Gun is that they're going to Top Gun School, TGU, to decide <laughs> yes. who is the best, um, then this is Top again. They're they're Top Gun School, um, right? And the the decision is they have to pick the people to go on this mission. So the, again, the it's the best who are going to go on this mission. The other, the big thing with the stakes of this movie, which is pretty clear, is. This base, this mission is really dangerous. Yeah, it's yeah. It has a low survival probability. Like, like the whole time I'm feeling like this is not a safe mission to be going on. And they drive that home, and and they make it seem like a mission that's impossible, an impossible <laughs> mission. Uh, uh, what? Yeah. What? Uh, 
But I mean, to the to the point, like the whole time I'm thinking, and and because we know from the original Top Gun, because Goose dies, that those are the stakes. Like people can get lost to it. I was thinking the whole time they could easily kill anybody off at any time. So these are the stakes. Um, to me, I, I was I was riveted the whole time because of all this. Um, I thought the whole the, the training and the, the final mission and, and a nice thing about this is they're going through the they're, they're going through how this mission is going to work and so by the time you actually get to the final mission it's almost like a heist the whole movie's all like right? they're planning yes. a heist because by the time you get to the end we know as viewers exactly we, every twist and turn exactly, they're going to make exactly and we just get to see it and we're so it's in, really it's like a great heist movie. We're so invested in what's happening, and we're also invested in something we learned doing these horror <laughs> horror uh, action movies is you have to care about the people that are in the movie um, and who are at stake here. That that's really the difference because any of these people could be picked off in Maverick, and people could be picked off on an alien infested ship. Right. You know. So if the characters aren't there, and if we don't care, and the characters are here in this, so let's. Talk about some of the characters, Derek. Um, nice segue. Thank you. It's like we've been doing this a little bit, and now we're getting maybe slightly better. Uh, don't forget to rate and review five stars, please. Uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Let's talk about Tom Cruise. Reprises his role. Yeah. He's back as Maverick. What Pete, do you, what Pete do you Mitchell. You know, it's funny. I thought, you know, because we watched this so recently, I was, I was, I just assumed that he was gonna age. Yes. Not not physically, but he hasn't barely, but be more mature. But he nails it in some of these scenes where he's with his superior officers. Like there's some scenes that he's so cocky and arrogant, still nails it. But he's he has matured, and I like as a character. I mean, yeah. And um, there's some nice scenes with him. And it, what can you say? It's Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise. But you're right. But what you're saying about the the superior officer, it's so true because. He's so self-aware of how his character came off in the first movie and how to play that off for the right laughs. Like, right. Because yeah. not only is this a movie, like, thrilling, but, like, the the character work when they're not in the air, which I think is the criticism of the original movie. Like, you're, you're so into the characters and, and Tom Cruise and him being back as this character. Um, yeah. And, and so, to that point, let's talk about... He has a love interest in this movie, too. Um, Jennifer Connelly is in this movie. She's playing someone named Penny. I don't remember yeah, if we, there was a Penny from the original we movie. We talked about it briefly. Yeah, we don't think so, but correct <laughs> us if we're wrong. We could we're be wrong. wrong. But all we're saying is if she wasn't in the original movie or if we can't remember her, which a movie we just saw last week, then perhaps uh, if she was in the movie, then maybe not a strong female <laughs> lead. Um but yeah, so what did you think of her role in this movie and, and their relationship through the movie? Yeah, one of the things about this movie that is so great in comparison to the first one is everything feels organic. Yes. Like their relationship genuinely feels real. They have a history. And to your point about the scenes not in the airplanes, they're really funny a lot of the times. There's always some light humor there. Yes, There's yes. And it always works. And they... I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but one of the scenes is uh, a volleyball version of where it's Jen Jennifer Connelly just happens to be watching of uh, the 
the pilots partaking in a shirtless sport, <laughs> glistening. Um, but even all that felt real. Yeah. And and every time uh, Jennifer Connelly was on the screen, it just everything seemed normal. Like it seemed like a three dimensional person that you know uh, Maverick Pete Mitchell. They said his name a lot more in this one. <laughs> um, had a real history with. Yeah. Well, it, you know, comparing the two relationships in the movies, like in the first movie, it starts with him aggressively <laughs> going at her at a bar, singing karaoke, kind of having the whole bar focus their attention on her, yeah. which is just crazy. And then following her to the bathroom to tell her to date somebody else is just, it's all very forced, right? Yeah. And then here, you know, they're going out a couple times and then they're, they're saying goodnight. They're going their separate ways. And oh my god, I, I was I was shipping them, Derek. I was like I was like I was wanting them. I was like right. I was like go in. I want to see them together. I was I'm yeah. Like, and I'm like, what am I doing? What has come over me? I, I want Tom Cruise and Jennifer Connelly together right now. I don't want to wait for it. Then I realized I see what they're doing. Here. Yeah, yeah. It works. They, they know what they're doing. Like it just um, taking their time. Like it, it's as if they they took the original movie, found all the criticisms. And like smooth them out and, and rub them out and, and fixed it's like they fixed the original movie. Yeah, without without it feeling forced. Um other performances in this movie. Uh so we have Miles yes. Keller, we have John Hamm, we have a number of young there, there's a number of young pilots trying to get this gig is for for this mission. Um I don't know I didn't recognize any of them. I didn't recognize any of them either. Which actually I think might have been a good thing in a way. Um I don't know. Just if there's if there's a star, then you might assume something may or may not happen to that person. Yeah, I don't I know. Suppose, it's kind yeah. of like uh, just the preconceived notion of, of, of who you're dealing with. Um, but yeah, uh, I like Miles Teller. I like John Hamm. Uh, John Hamm kind of plays the authoritarian foil <laughs> yeah. to Tom Cruise. They, uh, they worked well together. Yeah. I mean, was was there any performance that stood out to you in this that you really liked? Um, I was surprised that uh, Miles Teller looked as much like, <laughs> uh, I guess, I mean, it's no secret, I don't think, but um, as Goose, yeah. you know, he plays his son in this. So um, I would, I when he had sunglasses on, I was like, damn, well, that was really good casting. Yeah, I, I wasn't even really thinking about the, the look, but yeah, once you see him come on screen, it, it just, uh, it really, it really kind of shone, shone through. Um but I think overall, like nobody really stuck out, uh, stuck out. But it's probably be I think it's because everybody was pretty elevated. Like everybody was really good. Yeah. Like uh, John Hamm, I thought was scary or stern, like very forceful when he needed to be, and yeah. he had some good comedic timing in there too. So everybody kind of just it just seemed to really work together. I agree. Um, so I, I think the criticism of the first movie that we had was great action human stuff not so great right kind of in between um i i, I just yeah I, I just really think they got it right this time uh as far as you know as as you said like everything seemed natural and it's it was funny because sometimes they would be it's almost like they were setting up jokes based on things that happened in the previous movie that should come off cheesy but they would make it unfold in a natural way. Right, yeah, yeah. Which was just, made, made made all the, like, when it was supposed to be funny, it was funny. Like, everyone laughed in the theater. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
so it was just it was really delightful. Um, <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Do we have, I'm trying to think of any other performances that we might have missed. Um, Ed Harris was in there for a hot minute. A hot minute. It was who's trying to play Stinger? I think he was going for Stinger. One hundred percent. I thought the same thing because, yeah, he's doing the same kind of being stern with Maverick. Should mention, he's being stern with Maverick uh, because of what happens in the opening scene, and uh, that feels like about a hundred years. Oh, ago. jeez, yeah. But that opening scene, uh, again, not giving anything away, but he's he's doing a test flight. With a, a stealth uh, bomber, stealth, a really fast plane, <laughs> super fast plane, kind of like one of the things that doesn't quite go into space, I'd say, but almost. Um, just an amazing opening scene where he gets in trouble for uh, how it plays out. Um, but but again, like it's so intense, it's so intense, and then the whole thing gets undercut with with just a, a nice little piece of humor. <laughs> oh yes, I completely forgot about that. Right? Yeah. And it's just like. And, <laughs> And that's kind of sets up the tone of the movie too. It's just like yeah. great visuals, great aerial f- effects. Like again, like I guess we should probably mention what what did you think of the actual uh, flight scenes, the actual jet fight scenes? I mean, amazing. I don't know what, really what else they we loved the ones in in the first one, and yes. I, this is what I was thinking the whole week before we come, came to see this. I was like. I can't wait to see how they make that better because it was amazing in Top Gun. Yes. And I don't think I was let down. I mean, the camera work in the cockpits, when you get the first person view and then like looking directly at the pilot, I mean, it's just unbelievable. At one point, I think you could see Tom Cruise's face sag because they keep talking about the G-forces. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you could see his eyes I, sag because yeah. of the amount of force on him. And it's just no music in some of them. Oh, it's, it's just amazing filming, filmmaking. It was, yeah. I, I mean, the other big difference too is you are seeing the person in the cockpit. Like, the, they are right. in the planes as thrilling as Top Gun is like and as well as they do it to be fair like right. in the original Top Gun it's like they do a really good job of making it seem like Tom Cruise like everyone who's flying a plane is in a cockpit yeah but they're not like they're, they're, <laughs> they're not actually in the sky I don't think for most of it like not the close up cockpit stuff no no but I'm exactly so I mean but Everything this you can is, see that they are. But this you can see, like, clearly, like, they are in these planes and it is mind-bending. <laughs> it's just like, how are they doing this? Um, and so it's just it's just very impressive. I mean, we know Tom Cruise's resume. Um, it's, it's Again, it's really hard to describe the planes, but all, all I can really say is, I mean, it, it's like the original on steroids or something. You know, how, how else do you describe it? So... You know, again, stunning. And man, we just saw it on IMAX. You know, yeah. <laughs> so it's like the ocean goes forever. Just, yeah, it's just oh. really good. Mountain ranges were just yeah. What what worked best for you in this movie, and what worked not so well? Was 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 there anything that didn't work? I mean, I'm trying. We're here praising it, and I had written these questions beforehand, and it's like now without the those questions almost seem kind of ridiculous. Like I'm trying to think of what did not work in the movie. Um, I. Um, what about the Val Kilmer thing? What about Iceman? Iceman returns. He is. I think they, they I, take. They took great care to work around his current condition. Right. We'll put it that way. Yeah. 
That's um, a good way to put what, it. What did you think of, of his scene and his involvement in the movie? Um, <clears throat> I liked his involvement in the movie in the sense that there's um, the, the relationship between Maverick and Iceman. So I like that. But him in the movie, I mean, I'm glad they included him. Yeah, and I'm glad, yeah. they, I'm glad that they found a way to sort of, you know, for lack of a better, honor the character yeah. of... <laughs> Iceman. It's very important we honor Iceman. You know what I mean, though. But like, I think fans. I, mean, I, I think, ridiculous, I think fans true. will be happy yeah. how they treated the character and like how they did work around it it's for true. his current condition. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think it. I, I think it actually worked pretty well. Um, he didn't speak. You know, they have him like typing on a computer at some points. Uh, there's texting that they do beforehand, which kind of helps show them it was it was interesting you know that was a way for them to not have to interact but show they were close because they're yeah they're text buddies yeah exactly you know I mean? and his his or name on his phone is just ice yeah which you know that's he just that's nice his buddies just call him ice <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but yeah no I, I other stuff that may not have i don't i don't think so i don't know i it, no, it's a, it's a ridiculous question. Okay, <laughs> uh, it's just a nonsense question that I wrote down beforehand. Uh, does this movie deserve to be reviewed yes. for the action? <laughs> Didn't let me finish there. Um, but I mean, let's be honest. Of course, it does. You're right. I mean, I was I, like I said to you when we were coming out. I mean, that movie went by fast, like that's so no, fast. That's another thing. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, two hours and twenty minutes, I believe. Maybe like. Just a little less than that. Wow. But there was a point where I thought the movie was over. And then it kind of kept going. And I was like, you know, sometimes, you know, what's so interesting about so many of the movies we watch is at some point I'm like, okay, let's wrap it up. Because the best part of the movie is over. Right. It's not the case. Like, here it's just like, it, it goes a little deeper. I'm like, more. Yes. Like, yes. I'm, I'm perfectly fine this can go as long, on as long as I want. I was <laughs> yeah. never checking my phone. I was never checking the phone. No. I don't know. I didn't know how deep we were in. Because sometimes it can be, you can be in further than you think. Uh, but no, like I was just, I was, I was riveted the whole time. So it was, it was, uh, it was, it was, God, it was good. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I know <clears throat> the, the, the scene that you're talking about where you thought it was over. And I remember clearly thinking, no, not yet. Because it was just, I wanted more. It's true. I wanted more. It's and true. I wasn't disappointed. No, not at all. Again, we'll we'll revisit this movie in about five years. Yeah. Let's let's uh, project a little bit. Let's let's get our harps going. Let's go ahead five years into the future. Do you think this is going to make it into the Hall of Fame? Yes. I think I think it's almost inevitable. I mean, I don't. I know there's recency bias that we keep saying because we we did just walk out of the theater. But yeah, I mean, I can't see it. It not being in the Action Movie Hall of Fame. And now I'm going to do something really unfair to you, Derek. So we've watched a, a number of movies now, a good handful of movies um, at the theater yep. together for this for this podcast. And we've watched, we've been really lucky, man. We've seen some really good movies. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to list the movies that we've watched so far. And oh, okay. I want you to All give right. me your top three. I like it. All right. So far. Okay. So this is... These are the movies we've watched so far for the podcast. Okay. Um, in no particular order. Okay. <laughs> we just got out of Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Yep. Actually, this might be in an order. Uh, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. 
Yeah. Northman. Yeah. The Batman. Okay, yeah. Dune. Oh. <laughs> Let these sink in. <laughs> Matrix Resurrections. Okay. And The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Derek, uh... Wow. That, that's really tough, eh? I think I have a clear top three right off the bat without without any order. I could say okay. what, what we've okay. top three of those I, okay. are. Okay, I'll do... I Okay, yeah, you go ahead. Well, I'll keep thinking. I'm going to say no particular order. We're going to whittle, whittle away here. Okay, okay. A, a fun game we've just invented. <laughs> definitely Dune. Okay. Definitely the Batman. And definitely, definitely Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Okay. Those are my three I'm putting in the top three. I agree with two of those because I, I, I haven't ranked them in three for the top three, but I would definitely go Top Gun and Dune. Top Gun, the, Maverick, and Dune. So those two, okay. those two are for sure in. Um, would be my top three. Didn't we also do Bond? We did do Bond, but it wouldn't be in the top three. So it's apparently fine. not. <laughs> so it's fine. Whoopsie daisies. Oh wow. Um, that's disrespectful. I it's think because like, for me right now it'd be between it's between Northman and Suicide Squad. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, maybe a little more of a smattering of. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I really enjoyed Suicide Squad. <laughs> I did too. I did too. But some of these other movies. And I think Suicide... I'm going to go with Suicide Squad. Only... It, what edges it out is rewatchability. Like that one's... A, I can easily watch that a lot. So that's your number three? Or of my three. Okay. Yeah. All right. You want to rank them now? Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm going to go Suicide Squad 3. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go Dune 2, Top Gun 1. Cause it's just it's just a rush, man. Okay, <laughs> it's just a rush. I'm gonna go, the Batman three. Yeah, I'm gonna go Dune. Number one. Oh, <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah. I'm go Maverick number two. Uh, this you know this is silly. This whole it's, exercise it's... was ridiculous. <laughs> it's just a silly podcast exercise. But it's fun. <laughs> I've watched Dune like ten times. Oh, okay. And so I, I have to be true to myself and not just not just be the most recency biased person in the world. So, uh, but, yeah, I've seen but don't let that take away. I think the real takeaway is we've seen some amazing movies in the theater. We've been really lucky. Uh, we've been a little selective. We haven't seen every action movie. We'll no, see. but we'd go broke. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But uh, no, the movies we've seen have been excellent. Yeah. Like, I mean... That, that list is pretty good. Yes. Okay, Derek, that's a wrap on this week's episode of the Action Movie Hall of Fame. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at Action Movie HOF or on the internet at <laughs> ActionMovieHallOfFame.com. And don't forget to rate and review, like and subscribe, and tell everybody you know that you listen to the funniest podcast out there. Heck yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also, uh, remember... Uh, we always will make sure that your week is actually packed with a new episode out every Monday. Derek, what movie are we going to watch next week? Next week, we're sticking with John Hamm, and we're going with <laughs> 2017's Baby Driver. I'm five, actually pretty excited about that. Five years ago. Okay, we'll check yeah. it out. Uh, John Hamm tie-in pretty weak, but we'll take it. <laughs> we'll, we'll take what we can. And uh, until next time, keep fit and have fun. Thank you. Happy trails, Hans. Sai. Anara. Quits adjourned. 
Get off my plane. Hasta la vista, baby.